Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, and trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Hey, have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP Coach Training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life, join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Maisha. For those of you who are joining me newly, who don't know who I am, I am the founder of the Mind Remapping Company, the Mind Remapping Academy, and I that's what I do is I teach uh, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, timeline therapy, and I certify people as coaches. So today, um, gosh, one of the, my favorite topics to talk about is communication. And those of you who follow me already, those of you who, you know, everything that I talk about is some version of how we communicate, but everything, everything is a communication. So in the, in the training this week, that was one of the like themes throughout. That's one of the foundations throughout is that everything is a communication. And one thing that people don't know, and if you follow me, you probably already have heard me say this, you know, once or more than one time is that really words. Now, when most people think about communication, they think about what they, people say, what you're saying how you're saying things, you know, the way you put together words, the combination. Uh, some people may think tone of voice when they're speaking. That's that's part of communication. And words, though, words are only about 7% of our communication. And that's pretty interesting because what that means is everything, everything, everything is a communication, right? 93%. 93% of our communication does not happen in what we say. 93% of our communication happens somewhere else. It happens in how we say, happens in what we don't say, happens in the cadences and the pauses and the tonality, happens in our body language, our eye contact, our eye movements, our facial expressions. 93% of communication happens outside of the words that you use. Now, why is that important? Because that means everything is a communication. 
everything is a communication. So we don't often think that when we walk into a room full of people, we are communicating. When we pass someone in the store, whether we make eye contact or not, we are communicating something, right? When we withhold communication, when we're quiet, when we're silent, when we're, our body language is a communication. And why that is important is because then we can begin to be mindful of how we're communicating. And oftentimes people will communicate things that they don't intend to without even saying a word. Or maybe they're saying one thing, there are words coming out of one's mouth, but their body language or their tone or their lack of tone is saying something else. So there can occur like there's some incongruency with communication. And so, you know, it's this is this is important because it leaves communication as an opportunity. Miscommunications, wars get started because of miscommunications, conflicts, all kinds of conflicts happen because of incommunications. Divorce happens because of incommunication, you know. Uh, good, great things happen. So trauma happens because of communication or lack thereof. But there are also great things that happen because of communication, right? There are relationships that get formed because of communication. There is um, the depth of intimacy that can occur because of communication, verbal and non-communication, verbal and non-verbal communication. So if you imagine, I don't know if you've ever been in a, in a place before, right? And you're in a, maybe it's a networking event, maybe it's a restaurant, maybe it's you know, a party, maybe it's a, whether it's a adult party or birthday party and you're, you walk in and you make eye contact with someone and from across the room, you know, you see it from across the room and you lock eyes and there is a communication just in that locking eyes. And that communication is either a positive one or is it, it could be an intense one. And that is the start of what could eventually lead to actual verbal communication, right? When we are with our children, you know, especially I can tell you and I, y'all know I talk a lot about my son. Um, sometimes I'm driving in the car with him and uh, I like to make faces. I like to make faces. I like to make my son laugh a lot, right? So we'll be sitting in the car and um, and I'll look in the rear view, rear view mirror and I will, you know, look at him a certain way or I'll stare with big eyes and, and you know, he gets really tickled when I do that. But that's my way of communicating with him you know, that mommy's in a good mood, you know, it's, it's you know, I, we, it's time to laugh and joke. And, and then he starts giggling and then we have our conversations, right? That sort of like opens up the rapport, deepens the rapport. And that's part of communicate. That's part of the beauty of communicating, like how we can be at the source of our communications all the time. And I think that's, that's why, you know, as I want to talk about everything as a communication, many times, and many times people are communicating things that they are not aware. So number one, they're not aware that they're communicating. They're, you know, have you ever heard someone say, oh, my face, my face doesn't hide anything? You know, I think the person is aware that their face might be communicating, but maybe they don't know what their face is actually communicating, right? We may receive communications that as we look at people, as we watch people, as we watch uh, body language, we may be receiving communications unconsciously that give us a vibe. Have you ever been talking to someone and, you know, you kind of get a vibe about them? Maybe it's going well and then it's not. 
there's a manner of unconscious communication that's happening between you above and beyond the conscious communication. We call that rapport in NLP, by the way, right? There's a manner of unconscious communication that happens between people all the time. And so when we begin to really be at the source of that, really become aware of what our body is saying, the somatic intelligence that is us, right? We have our intellectual, we have our intuition, we have our heart intelligence, we have our body intelligence, our somatic intelligence, how we move. When we begin to become aware of our posture, of and, and, and let me just say, speaking of posture, speaking of somatic, I'm not all only talking about communication with others. I'm also talking about communication with ourselves. You know, we're always communicating with ourselves as well in the way we sit, in the way we dress. When we look at ourselves in the mirror, that's a communication to ourselves. It reflects the self-talk where there's always self-talk going on, going on in our head, right? And there are ways that we can use our body to shift our communication even toward ourself. And part of mastering communication, because people are, you know, People always say, well, I know how to communicate or I communicate effectively. I don't don't need to learn to communicate. Consider that everyone, that everyone can learn to take the next step in deepening their capacity to communicate with all of them and to listen. Because guess what? Most people think communicating is what you're doing to people, but communicating is also what you're receiving from people and how you listen. You ever be sitting with someone who's intently like listening to you and the more they listen, the more you want to talk, the more they, they you know, and the more they talk and the more they get into it, and the more they lean in and their body language and they're, and you're like leaning in as well. That is an unconscious connection communication. That's that rapport. And when that rapport is there, when that communication is there, then, then ideas, creativity can blossom. Connection can happen. But if you've ever been speaking with someone, it's funny because I was speaking with my colleague today. Uh, and she was saying how we, we were doing some interviews with um, in some in a corporate space with some senior leadership team. And she was speaking with the guy and she said he was like mostly looking at his phone, right? Just looking at his phone and kind of looking all around. Like that's not connecting with and, and being in rapport with the person you're talking with. So if you've ever been in conversation with a person and maybe they're looking at you and then they're kind of looking all around or they're looking at you and then suddenly they look at their phone. It breaks the connection. They're constantly breaking the connection. And it feels icky. It feels awkward for the person who's speaking. And and you might could, if you ever have been the person speaking and someone does that, doesn't it throw you off track? Does it kind of make you lose your train of thought when, when people do that or when you're on the phone with someone and suddenly they start talking to someone else in the middle of your sentence? Doesn't that like throw you off? That's breaking the connection. So I'm saying all this because people will say, oh, well, I'm great at communication or I'm an effective communicator. I don't need to learn any more about communication or what's so, you know, what's so great about communication. Oh, that's a soft skill or that's this skill. However, because everything happens inside of communication, because everything is communication, then everything happens inside of communication, verbal or nonverbal, right? whether it's in the tone. And that's why even with text messaging or emails, there can be a lot of miscommunication or missed communication because there are words on a page, sometimes with context, sometimes without context, but there's nothing else. And and if, you know, yes, we have emojis, but emojis are still limited, right? We have these emojis and we have punctuation. 
still somewhat limited because it's text on a page. So there's a whole 93% of, of communication that's being missed. And that's where a lot of conflict can occur, which is why for those in business, for those in leadership and corporate, when there's, when there's stuff, it's like useful to pick up the phone and call. And now we have voice text. So yes, you can do voice texting. I often, uh, in my life with my friends who have uh, capacity to share voice text, I prefer voice texting because then a person can at least get my tone and, and get the energy of my tone so that the communication comes across as clear as possible when they cannot see me, right? So, you know, in every arena, in every aspect of life, all day long, all we're doing is communicating. Even if you're alone, you're communicating in your with yourself. It, you know, teachers communicate with kids, communicate with colleagues, communicate with teaching assistants, communicate with their with their administrators, communicate with parents all day long. Leaders communicate with their executive teams so all day long. And so it's important that we understand the importance of communication and so that we can begin to be at the source of that communication and consider that, yes, we are responsible. We are the ones responsible for our communication. Now, we're not responsible for how people receive the communication, but there is a a saying in NLP, the meaning, of, the meaning of the communication is response you get. That's a whole nother live. However, if we begin to be at the source, be aware, be um, constantly listening to ourselves, our tones of voice, maybe looking in the mirror, maybe looking at how we're coming off, maybe even asking people, then we can begin to shift our communication in a way that impacts people the way we actually want to impact people. And that makes sense. So I invite you today as an action to begin asking people, like, how does this communication come off to you? To begin listening to your tone of voice when you say something, to begin stepping into another's shoes and imagining how your communication is coming off to them, and to even begin as you communicate, watching yourself, maybe record yourself, maybe look in the mirror as you say something, as you're going to have a conversation with someone and you practice that conversation. I know that sounds a little trite, but do that and look at what your facial expression is doing. Be mindful of when you're crinkling your, you know, your brows or when you're smiling or is it, you know, things of that nature. Be mindful of your communication. And, you know, when the next time you communicate, I want you to really be at the source of that, all right? And of course, if you want to know more about how to master your communication, then please reach out to me personally, or you can uh, go to the website here, mindremapping.com. Until the next time, have a great day. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and we'll put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us 
leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our mind remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit remapmymind.com. That's remapmymind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week and we'll see you on the next episode.